0: Welcome back to the Gap Travel Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and this is kind of an impromptu episode based off of what's been going on currently. Um, We were supposed to be doing a relationship podcast because we just celebrated our 10 year wedding anniversary, but COVID had different plans. And so we're going to talk about that on this week's episode. Micro, please prepare for
1: departure. All right, so... Aaron has decided to talk like an old grandpa. It's my COVID today, voice. Today. And also woke up like a salt and pepper fox. <laughs> like, literally. No. he, You legit woke up and rolled out of bed this morning and you look exactly like Richard Gere. Okay. Like... I you thought had, you said
0: McDreamy. Yeah,
1: no McSteamy. Oh, okay. But more and more Richard Gear, like just white hair and a white beard. It's okay. like and now you're talking like a grandpa.
0: It's because I walked <laughs> it's out.
1: Freaking me out. Okay. And
2: just side note, Mimi LaRue, had surgery last Tuesday. She had to get her teeth pulled and she had to get her teeth cleaned and she just had gnarly mouth. Oh god,
0: like, yeah. Her <laughs> breath smelled like a mix of like blood and fish. asparagus pee
1: and rotten fish. Like, yeah,
0: for years.
1: Poor thing. Like literally, she was known as like the stinky girl. Well,
0: literally, one time we had people watch her while we went away, and she was playing with their dogs' toys. And we went to pick <laughs> up Mimi. They had a bag. And they just handed us the toys and said, "Their dog won't play with these anymore. Plus, these smell so bad that you can just have these."
1: That, that was a low. Mm-hmm. I think that was rock bottom. But we also
0: just always thought she had bad breath. Yeah. We didn't understand the whole thing that she needed. Help. Yeah,
1: she. Yeah, that was rock bottom. Mm-hmm. And so
2: she, so she had her teeth cleaned and she, her breath. Well, I can't smell right now have covid but apparently i've been asking her to like breathe in my face and like i've been trying to like get the gist i i can't smell anything mm-hmm. so i think that's a good sign but
0: she has like beautiful little puppy breath now
2: circling back to the gray fox is that mimi has a gray beard and very like elder vibes lately like just her attitude and since she's had the surgery, she her face is black. She's like thinner. She is like she lost. Yeah, she's like chiseled, and she's happier. And like I swear to God, her face doesn't look as gray. I know it doesn't. I it's weird. Mm-hmm. Is that so like she gave thing? it
0: to me. Is what yeah. you're saying? Basically,
2: you guys morphed okay. into like separate humans.
0: All right. All well, right. that's not the opener I thought we were gonna have. But that
2: being said, so here's the thing. It's Sunday. We're recording this. We were honestly. Honestly, I don't know why I said that. Actually supposed to be heading home from the Ozark. So we just celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary.
0: November 13th.
2: November 13th. And we were going to do a whole podcast episode on just like things that we've learned about relationships and, and our relationship and Throughout all
0: that. the last 10
1: years, yeah. yeah.
2: And then we had a turn of events. Yeah. And so the, so it's funny. So I wrote an email. If you're on our email list and you already got this, but we were kind of like reflecting back and it was like, wow, okay. We knew, obviously we knew this was our 10-year wedding anniversary. So originally we were planning, we, we were taking our adult gap year. So we were supposed to be traveling right now, right? Like we were going to be on the road and we talked about maybe going to Greece, but then we um, decided to do well, airplane just Let me just, let me just add to this
0: a little bit too, because we were starting our gap year in February. So this was going to be the end, almost the end of our year. So we didn't know where we were going to be or where our travels would take us. But Kim and I alternate planning um, every other anniversary. And so this was 10 years. This was my year. So I was like super excited. I was thinking Greece right off the bat. But then seeing where we had options, that's when Kim was saying airplane airplane beach beach. would be cool.
2: And if you don't know what airplane beach is in St. Martin, Google it. Because it's honestly like the coolest place in the world if you're into airplanes if you're into airplanes it's next level which is like our thing like Mm -hmm. we love airplanes we love airports it's a vibe like we love watching planes take off so anyways that was like we are leaning in that direction i was like that's like the perfect place to spend our tenure so obviously COVID happened we're not on we're not traveling right now we're in st louis so we obviously had to do a plan b and then plan b was we are going to go to the ozarks this weekend we had booked um the Four Seasons. Yeah, fancy. so I
0: booked Kim a upgraded room that was really nice. It had like a patio outside of the Japanese gardens. It was gorgeous, and we had really good um, meals planned, some dinners planned, and some hiking. I booked apparently Spa Shiki at the Four Seasons is a world renowned spa, which I didn't know. And we booked massages and facials yeah. and pedicures, and it was just going to be a relaxing cuddling love weekend
2: yeah like in the mountains getting out of town all of the things and then dun 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 that week we were we were supposed to go I tested positive yeah two days before we were supposed to leave I tested positive for COVID which obviously threw in a a wrench into everything and we ended up just staying home and and honestly like it was such a perfect night like I wouldn't it was perfect. Like we stayed home. We obviously... I have, I'm quarantining. We're treating Aaron like he has COVID, too. So he's quarantining. And we just had dinner together. And we uh, renewed our vows. Mm-hmm. And, and it was just like... We watched um, some YouTube videos. And it was just like such a perfect night for like what we needed. Yeah, it was. So that was kind of a tangent. But just leading you up to where we are now currently... <laughs> We are home. I tested positive for COVID. And so we wanted to do an episode to kind of share this experience and then also share like the experience around it specifically as a traveler and kind of what I had to do. And things to expect and and that kind of stuff, just as getting it as a traveler.
0: Well, yeah, because I mean, that is one thing that we've been seeing in our group of people that, you know, want to start traveling, but feel like this might not be a good time due to COVID. And honestly, it is a huge risk. And we'll get into that, you know, more into the episode of, you know, Kim's working conditions and kind of like what she was exposed to. Um, But also really wanting to talk that it was a really smooth process when it came down to post Um, Whenever you got tested and and working with the company, at least the company we're working with currently. So that'll be some good information for you to take in and just kind of see from our story.
2: I think too, like, you know, I want to start by saying that we, so I work with, uh, how many people are there? I think there's eight of us or something all together and we work really closely together and we wear masks inside of the department but we definitely like when it's just us we're we're, we have like our own area we'll take off our masks we drink coffee we eat lunch together like we're all so close together and we even said joking around like if one of us gets it we're all gonna get it because we're so on top of each other and we last week
1: Mm -hmm.
2: had a party and we we basically had a super spreader event and we we definitely got lax with things and we were like oh you know we're we all work so close together like it's fine like let's all get together one of our one of the girls I work with um had us all over and we had a game night and, and basically all just hung out close together and then Aaron was there and two other husbands were there And so
0: one husband had already had it though, right?
2: We think, but we don't know for sure. Like a long time, like a while ago. Um, but yeah, so we had this party and you know, the repercussions of that is now every single person in my department is positive except two. So there's two people right now. Working in the hospital, running the show, doing the call, everything, and and the rest of us are out. So there's six of us that are out right I now. I
0: do want to say though, you know, one, and, and I don't, I don't know enough about COVID to be an expert in any way, but. From what I've heard, you know, it's not like you acquire it and then you get symptoms like right, right away. At, yeah. So there was a discussion and, and Kim and I on a normal level, just our personal, uh, me being even more, I'm very adamant about being cautious and being careful of other people and wearing my mask mm-hmm. and social distancing. And we had a deep discussion about if this was a good idea to do. Mm-hmm. And... Again, it just came back that they work so closely together that if, if anybody has it, they would have already pretty much had it. So it's not like we were just like meeting with people that were more prone to get the you know, bad outcome. And so what I was going to say was we literally had um, the party on Wednesday and the, somebody was already not feeling that well. And then you got symptoms on, Friday. on Saturday.
2: Friday. So or no. Yeah, it yeah. was, like, Saturday. So, yeah, so basically saying, like, I don't know if the party actually spread it or if we all already had it already, because I don't know if you, like, get the symptoms that quickly, but basically looking back, and we did talk about it, and I know one of the other girl's husbands was, like, didn't want to go because he was, like, I don't know if this is a good idea, And I do feel like in general, not now, um, but like before, I guess maybe last week when when COVID started to kind of surge again, but people were being more lax with things. I think we all started to kind of be like, okay, you know, we're still mindful, but we're going to like get together and, and do different things. And so, you know, looking back, that was irresponsible. And I'm like, gosh, like, you know, now the whole department's out and that probably was something that we shouldn't have done so i just wanted to start kind of by saying that because that is something we did and we thought it was you know it was fun like we had such a good time and we all got to get together but looking back that probably wasn't the smartest thing that we could have done so that being said lapse in judgment we had the party and the next day i was off and then friday i went to work now I started to have like really bad diarrhea and just like a fun, not even a funny story, but I was driving into work on Friday and my stomach hurt so bad. I was driving into the parking lot and I, you know, like when you get like the sweats, like you, like you have to pause everything (laughs) you're you're doing because you're like, if I move, like it's over, like it's the worst pain ever. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm going to have to call the girls from inside of my car because, and say, tell them I had to go home because I pooped my pants. Like (laughs) that's how bad it was. And then that kind of continued throughout the day. Like I would be scanning a patient and I would get those feelings and I'd have to run to the bathroom. And I was telling them, I'm like, I, it's weird, but like, this is what's going on. My stomach hurts. And they're like, Oh, what'd you eat? Whatever. And it was kind of just that conversation. So then Saturday I worked, um, I worked from eight or seven to 12. And then I took call all night and I got home from work and I was telling Aaron, I'm like, I'm so tired. Like, I felt so exhausted. I was like, I have to go lay down. I had to take a nap. I felt kind of like um, feverish where, I, you know, you and can tell. Down. Yeah, you had that achiness. And I was like, okay, I went to bed that night. Well,
0: Did- we had talked about it before and you were saying too, like, I, I I just feel tired. I'm not sure if it's because of the party and getting up early. Yeah. So let's just wait it out. I'm going to take a nap and then I'm going to go to bed early, but we'll wake up and reconvene on Sunday and see what's going on. And that's when,
2: yeah. So Sunday, so this was my weekend. This was my weekend to be on call and work. And so Sunday I'm technically on call for 24 hours and I woke up, I didn't sleep at all Saturday night. I woke up. I had on Sunday morning, I had a fever over, it was like hundred point five. I felt horrible and I'm laying that. So you have to wake up at, when you're on call you have to call the department to see if there's any er's from the night before that they'll have come back and then you have to go in and scan them so i called to see if there was any so i had to get up at like seven and i was laying on the couch and i felt so bad i was like if i got called in right now i don't think i could actually physically go like i had a pounding headache i could barely keep my eyes open i was like oh, fuck <laughs> Like, this isn't, this isn't good. I don't know what to do right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm on call for 24 hours. Right. So I was like, crap. So I, I reached out to the girls and I'm like, listen, this is what's going on. I'm not really feeling well. And luckily, like everybody was so, this is, so I'm the first one to, to actually be sick. Right. So at this point, nobody else in the department had COVID. Everybody was fine. Everybody
0: was feeling a little off
1: though,
2: but wasn't really saying much. Right but i was the first one to be like y'all i don't feel good i need help today i don't think i can take call and i that was the last thing i wanted to do because we all know like how that is like nobody wants to pick up call unexpectedly and like i was like i don't want to do this i feel bad i don't want to leave people hanging but it was like there was nothing i could do i i couldn't even get off the couch so that's when i reached out to everybody and i said this is what's going on i'm so sorry can you guys help me with call like i need to go get tested And, you know, I'm like, I either have the flu or I have COVID, Mm -hmm. but I'm sick.
0: I knew for a fact you had it right away.
2: (laughs) I know. I I did too, but I was like, you know, I don't know. And so anyways, thank God, like the girls I work with, they're so supportive. They're amazing. They were like, yep, I'll take this half. The other girls like, I'll take this half and changed it. And everything was done. they're like, I hope you feel better. Go rest. And it was just such a gift because then I was like, okay, I'm going to lay down. and and just try to figure like before I can even figure out this testing stuff like I just had to close my eyes and like go to bed so that's when I came and got you Mm -hmm. and I was like babe I I gotta get tested I I can barely this is bad
0: yeah so we started the process from there and that was kind of interesting because there's such a spike in Missouri right now um, we couldn't get an appointment until Tuesday. But then we also well, want it good. Let me,
2: because I want to just put context around this. Like there, so there's rapid testing and there's regular testing. Okay, so rapid testing is what we were looking for because you get results within fifteen to thirty minutes. So it's super fast. So you don't have to wait around and, and, and see if you have it or not. The other testing can take 24 hours up to like four days, right? So it depends. And so we were specifically looking for rapid testing. And so I was calling all of these clinics and a lot of the urgent clinics didn't receive their shipment, so they didn't even have rapid testing. And then the ones that we could find that had rapid testing, you had to schedule an appointment and they were booked out. Mm -hmm. Like some of them were booked out for even a week. Like it wasn't easy Mm -hmm. at all to try to find a rapid test.
0: Yeah.
1: So it was stressful.
0: It was. And and so then you're also starting to figure into, at least I was thinking about it. Um, Kim was not feeling well. So I was trying to be the the voice of reason in this whole thing. And f- figuring out that there's probably a protocol that she needs to follow. And, and it'd probably be best to get tested at the hospital that she's working at. So then employee health is involved. So that way it's kind of that whole line. And we did find through Kim's hospital that she's currently working at, they had a virtual visit that she could do to get an order to get tested at the facility at one of the sister facilities around um, this area. And so we followed through with that and, and got you your virtual visit and they were like wrote you an order. Immediately. Yeah.
2: So that's one thing like, cause we, we ended up talking to employee health. So I think that's like the first thing I say, like obviously I was in communication with the girls that I work with and then my manager and, and your recruiter and my recruiter right all all three and then um my manager passed along information about um the employee health mm-hmm. or no i actually called the er i called our er at our hospital oh, you did and i was like i think do you offer rapid testing for employees i think that i might have COVID, and they were like no we don't offer rapid testing but here's the hotline for covid and you need to go on and you need to to get the virtual appointment so that's so they actually told me that I called the emergency emergency department at my hospital they passed on that information later on my manager did too and I was like oh I already had that so so you want to get employee health involved and then they'll be able to point you in the right direction so once I did the virtual appointment and then they wrote me an order. We were able to go to a location. They tested me and it wasn't rapid testing. So that was the thing. They said, because you're an employee, it will it'll be 24 hours and you'll get your results. But it ended up taking longer because we had such a surge and such a spike in this particular area that everything was taking so much longer. So it ended up taking like two and a half days for me to yeah, get Yeah, the
0: and they were prioritizing inpatients, uh, critical inpatients over... Um, like the drive up testing. Right. So one thing as I do want to add too is, you know, Kim and I instantly started quarantining to protect me because I was not feeling very well. Um, the week before I had noticed it mainly on my runs. Um, I would try to go out for a run and I'll usually run four to like three and a half miles. And I couldn't even make it up the um, start of her complex without feeling like my chest was just hurting so bad. And, feeling really lethargic and beat down. And so, um, but I didn't have any other symptoms other than that. And so we're like, man, we need to quarantine, which was kind of interesting. So I was out working on trying to figure out her testing thing. And I did go to her hospital's website and I've noticed a lot of the websites I went to, they have a COVID section in the hospital and it really guides you with frequent asked questions and different links that you can go to. And I could schedule her virtual appointment. Right there from that website. And I didn't even know she had called the ER. So there was access there. So if you do feel like you have symptoms, definitely check your hospital's website um, for guidance on that.
2: And I also, the other thing is CVS was offering rapid screening. um, But everywhere that they did it in St. Louis was like a week out, right? I
0: I couldn't even find a date
2: for it. Well, I called one and they were like, it's at least a week out. And so that's why we were just like, oh my gosh, like this is insane. Like if you're trying to get a test and you're trying to get results quickly, man, like it it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. And that's what I was, I was kind of, it was unexpected. I thought, Oh, we'll just go to the clinic and I'll get a rapid test. And that, that will every we'll know right away. And so it ended up being more challenging. So I ended up getting tested on Monday. Okay. Mm -hmm. So all the places that they sent me through employee health, I had to wait until Monday to get tested. So we go on Monday and now, every location and every contract is gonna be different based off your hospital and all of that, but my particular hospital, I was not allowed to return back to work. And I knew this, so I you call, I called employee health and I actually spoke with somebody. I wasn't allowed to return back to work until I got the results of my test back. So I got tested Monday and I didn't get my results back until Wednesday. So in the meantime, I'm in communication with my recruiter and...
0: And their clinical support department.
2: So they, the clinical support department reached out to me and they were phenomenal. And basically um, just asked me some questions when, you know, when the symptoms started and when my first day of missed work was and all of that. And so basically I'm working with club staffing right now for this contract and I'm so grateful. They've made it so easy. They pay me for 10 days Up to 10 days of missed work. And so the 10 days starts from um, when you had symptoms. And they'll pay you up to 10 days full pay. So stipends and hourly. Like a normal paycheck. If I were to work like normal, they're paying me that. Now, I'll keep you posted. I haven't gotten paid yet. Right. So, you know, this is basically just what they say. But I will get paid for the missed work. And... I as as far as now I didn't have to even give them any additional documentation they just made it really easy and I say that because I was talking to another traveler and she was saying that her friend had COVID and the company didn't pay for her missed work because she couldn't prove that she got it from work and I thought that was so fucked up because You know, we're putting ourselves out there every day. We work with so many COVID patients. Like, at least me and my department, our hospital has gone through the roof with COVID patients. I scan COVID patients every day.
0: Oh, you scan, like, three or four a day? Yeah.
2: Like, and we're just exposed all day long. Um, And so I thought, wow, like... How crappy for the company, because to be able to retrace that of exactly when you got it and how you got it.
0: I mean, you can't even really. Do that's that. what I'm
2: saying. Like, and so because I guess she couldn't do that, the company's not paying her.
0: That's crazy.
2: And I thought so up into this point, Club Staffing is paying me, and I didn't have to be like, you know, uh, prove where I got it from. They just said, like, are you know, are you worried about getting it from work? And I said, yeah, I scan COVID patients all day. I'm exposed all day long, and that was really the extent of it. So, I just wanted to share that because it will depend on the company you work with. And so, if you are thinking about taking a contract, this is one thing before I took this contract, because we, Aaron and I both hadn't worked during COVID. This is the first time. Oh, yeah, you did, but you just returned. Yeah, that's true. Um, But you just worked for, you know, a month or whatever. But before I took this contract, I asked my recruiter specifically, what is the company's. Guidelines. If I were to get COVID, working this contract, am I compensated and what what can I expect? So I knew going into it that if I did get it, I was going to be taken care of and supported. And that was important to me because right now, had the company not, you know, being su- supported me, I would be out of work for 10 days and I would not be getting paid. No, it sucked.
0: And then I wanted to add too that after the 10 days, it goes to a worker's comp. So if Kim mm-hmm. was still having symptoms and couldn't return to work, uh, then it would go down to a workers comp level and they would get that paperwork started.
2: Yeah. So basically how it goes now. So I tested positive. So on Wednesday, so I called employee health again. I let them know I tested positive. I called this, um, the clinical coordinator from club staffing, let them know I tested positive. So you're keeping everybody in, in the loop. Right. And employee health at my hospital is I'm off for 10 days, full 10 days starting from when my symptoms were and on the 10th day I can call and talk to them and as long as I haven't had a fever for the last 24 hours I can come back to or work or
0: significant symptoms?
2: Or significant symptoms. So they said primarily fever. Um and so I on the 18th, which is this coming Wednesday, I'll be able to call them and hopefully my goal is I'll be able to go back to work on Thursday. Yeah. That's the plan.
0: It's also really crazy because I know we'll get into this in a little bit, but I was in getting tested at one of the facilities here in St. Louis at their urgent care and the nurses at that facility were talking back and forth and they had a patient who is a nurse at their mother company, the big hospital. And she had called and said, so I just got my test results back. They're positive. I'm asymptomatic. And my work has told me since I'm a nurse that is on a COVID floor that I cannot quarantine, that I have to come back to work because I'm asymptomatic.
1: That's insane. Because
0: we're getting inundated so bad in Missouri that they're just so short of staff that as long as she's not symptom have symptoms, then she needs to come back to work. No quarantining.
2: Which just sounds insane to me because if you're asymptomatic but you have COVID and now you're just working with patients and older patients who are already like immune compromised and now you're possibly giving them COVID. And your
0: coworkers.
2: Right. It's like that's it's crazy but it is like desperate times right now. Like you know I really do feel for the two girls. It's insane. We are a high like functioning, functioning department. We are busy. We take call and it's been whittled down to two people now running the department
0: and taking call
2: and taking call and only one of the girls can take call. I don't know all the and because one of the girls is new. Like she was just getting trained. She had just started. Her, she's only been there for, like, two weeks, so she's, like, she's just her. And then, you know, the other girl who, you know, is, is a veteran, but, like, she's there by herself. And, and I just feel for them. I, I'm pretty sure they've closed down the schedule and, and all that kind of stuff. They're obviously not running it as, like, a normal department. But everybody is out. And so it's been, like, this domino effect. So I was the first one. And then um, another girl was, like, we were the same day, basically, and then somebody else was on Tuesday. She was positive. And then the other two just said they were positive today. So it's kind of this crazy thing of like, I'm going back to work on Thursday, but I'll be the first one back. And I'm almost like, I don't want to go
1: back. Like, it's going to be a shit show. Like, mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to, the girl who was supposed to take call this weekend, she's COVID positive. So I'll probably be the one taking call. So it's like, I know when I go back to work. It's going to be crazy, mm-hmm. and it's almost like, and and it's going to be that way for a significant of time as we all start to trickle back to work. Yeah, but it'll be a, a couple of weeks. Yeah, so that's like a whole thing. Um, the other thing I wanted to say about uh, the company paying is I asked my recruiter specifically um, how they did it, and and again he did say it will depend on the contract and the company because I said who pays for this COVID coverage like are you guys still billing my hospital even though I'm not working or does club staffing have like its own separate account and fund that they're just paying their travelers and so he said it's going to be you know a case-by-case basis depending on the situation but he said primarily it's it's coming from us at club staffing so we can't we're not charged like so for you specifically in your contract we're not charging your hospital because you're not working so we're just paying you from a covid fund that we have wow. and i thought that was um really cool that they essentially they're losing money right because they're not getting paid but, um, but they're, they're looking out paying. for their travelers. yeah, and I thought that was really cool, which
0: is another reason why we always talk about in a lot of our podcasts that there's a lot more factors that goes into finding the right company and working with multiple companies um, to have these type of features that honestly, some of the bigger companies and and I'm not saying that just big companies have this, but you know, for instance, club staffing, a lot of people will say, "Well, I can find higher pay at another company." Well, look at this little benefit of being covered while on COVID that's coming out of, you know, club staffing's pocket to protect you, which is a really awesome feature to think about just when you're looking for your companies asking these questions, um, you know, to see and understand exactly how it works um, Mm -hmm. before you make your decision, because I think it's a bigger picture. Instead of just who's gonna pay me more,
2: 100%. You gotta look at the big picture. Mm-hmm. What are the pros, the cons, the benefits to everything? Oh,
0: well, and I wanna, I wanna get in two. So, one, you know, we're very thankful that um, Kim had a rough couple of days, but um, started to improve very quickly. So, did you want to talk about your symptoms at all, or? Yeah, I'll
2: just do that real quick because then um, I want you to talk about the rapid testing. Yeah. um, Just because I think that's important for people to hear, but just kind of a quick rundown. Like I was, you know, sick for the first couple of days, really bad. Yes. Um, Scary. I still
1: wasn't as bad as I was last year when I got the flu, which is kind of funny. Um, well, we also
0: said that we thought you had COVID then because totally you had more didn't. of a COVID style symptoms yeah. across the board with the chest and the cough and the you yeah. couldn't breathe. And
1: Anyways,
2: so this time it was a little bit more mild, but I had a couple of rough days. And then after that, I, um, I've, I had really bad back pain. It was the weirdest thing. It was like intermittent. It came and, and, and went and like... I couldn't pin what it was, but, like, my back hurt so bad. I couldn't lay down. I couldn't sit. All I could do was, like, walk around the house basically crying. But then you were
0: too tired to walk around the house. I
2: know. I was like, oh, my God. So that was, like, really bad. I felt like my discs were, like, ripping out, and I felt like people were, like, pulling at the muscles of my back. Like, I've never experienced it before, and it was horrible. And luckily, like, that's that passed. The only thing still lingering I'm still kind of tired and, like, uh, I get out of breath, Um, like, if I'm up and walking around and stuff. But the weirdest thing is losing your, your taste and your smell. Like, I can't taste anything. I can't, it's like, I, I'll drink a cup of coffee. Like, okay. For a couple of days, I couldn't drink coffee. I was, you know. That's how I
0: knew you were sick.
2: Yeah. Like, you know, I'm sick if I don't drink coffee. Like yeah. I don't miss a day of coffee. We I wasted live for so it. much
0: coffee and oh. it was just like, I would make it just in case she woke up and started feeling better. Cause then that's the one thing I know she enjoys. Yeah. But then the pot would just be sitting full.
1: I couldn't drink it. Yeah. And so
2: the first day I woke up and I was like, Oh. All right, I'm feeling a little better. I'm gonna have a cup of coffee. I'm like so excited for this. Like, I got to just sit here quietly. I didn't have to rush off to work. Like, it was gonna be a whole experience. And I sit down and like, and I and I couldn't smell it being brewed, which is another (laughs) part of like, because the first thing I do is I come out and I put on the coffee pot, and then I go in the bathroom, and you can smell it brewing, and it's just I don't know. To me, it's everything. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's an experience. And so I couldn't smell it, and then I sat down to, to drink it, and I knew I was drinking coffee, obviously, but I couldn't taste it. I'm like,
1: I couldn't taste and it. And mind you, when Kim all. does her
0: coffee, we do like a medium roast. That's kind of our thing, um, and she does pumpkin spice, cinnamon, and coconut, coconut oil. oil. And so when you can't smell those things or taste it, or taste I it, it taste those it, are yeah. like potent.
2: Right. It was. I'm like, wow. Like I'm, I'm still enjoying this, and it's still an experience, and. Interesting, but I like, couldn't taste anything.
0: Well, which was even funnier for our anniversary night, um, <laughs> we were talking back and forth, and you know, I, I have my smell and taste and things like that. So I wanted to enjoy a nice dinner, but we went and spent you know tons of money ordering. <sighs> uh, we got steak and we did truffle mashed uh, potatoes and Brussels sprouts, sprouts with like wine. some smoke.
2: Well, Aaron got a. Special bottle of wine from this
0: uh, Chateau de Pop.
2: Chateau de (laughs) Poppechamp.
0: It's just Chateau de Pop.
2: It was a winery that we went to in France a few years ago. We did our first like big, it was a Mediterranean cruise. And for us, it was like this big trip. And we went to France and we went to this, uh, this Chateau. Well, it's a winery and it's amazing. And it was like such a cool moment. And so he got this bottle as kind of like a celebratory like you know, special treat. And it was just funny because I couldn't taste anything. I could have been drinking freaking whiskey. I, I I couldn't have told you what I was drinking. The truffle. And so it was funny because, you know, I, I made the truffle mashed potatoes, which we're obsessed with truffle, like mm-hmm. truffle, butter, garlic. We're going through like a vibe right now. Mm-hmm. The steaks, like I knew that they were going to be,
0: Oh, they were good
2: like insane like I could just tell but I'm sitting there eating and I'm like mentally like like talking to like oh I can taste she was, the butter she was Peter Panning I, it yeah. if
0: you guys know Peter Pan when they when they just picture their food and it's like a mind thing and that was what I was yeah. telling you to do I like, was
2: trying to download it from my brain to remember what that taste would be like because every single bite I could not taste mm-hmm. and it's, it's actually really upsetting. So, I that's the one thing I'm like, I'm hoping it, it continues to get better. It seems like it's getting a little bit better. I could kind of smell coffee this morning. Last night, we did pizza, and I got a truffle burrata with, like, bread, and I could smell it. Like, it was very strong. Your smell
0: is coming back a little bit, a little yeah. Better.
2: But anyways, I couldn't really taste the pizza, and it was kind of like... So I'm back to soup now. Because it's like, what's the point of like eating when I can't really enjoy the flavors? And like, to me, my like food is the most important thing to me. Like, I love trying new food. I love eating. Like, us going to travel for the year, it's all about, like, food and trying different things. And I'm just, like, praying every day, like, my taste comes back.
0: Well, we're not going to let your anxiety kick in because that would... that I was, in a lot of my reading saying that the majority of the anxiousness comes from the fact that people lose their sense of taste and smell and they freak out because they're like, is this a permanent
2: thing? Yeah, it's scary. So that's been my biggest... Hurdle to jump through, and 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 anyways, I just hope it gets better every day. I'm I know it will, and I'm putting that out there. But I'm ready to taste again. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, so definitely back to you know I'm I'm just glad that you know those first three days were touch and go. I was like really nervous because I was like, is this gonna progress? Mm -hmm. You know, and so I didn't know, but I I wanted to talk about a little bit from the support role too because this is a place that I felt really anxious. We live in a very small apartment. It's one bedroom, one bath. And thinking to myself that, one, there's probably no way that I don't have this. But if there is that possibility that I don't, we wanted to do everything possible to, you know, restrict my exposure. Mm -hmm. But then I'm still having to take care of you. And, you know, a lot of the things you read is like the person with COVID should go to a basement or a room and have their bathroom and nobody else should go in there. And I'm just like, well, that's not possible. There's no separation. And I also feel that like, now that I've been exposed, I'm more of a risk to people outside. Mm -hmm. So I need to quarantine as well. So that means no going to the store. That means no going to the gas station, nothing. Like I need to quarantine too in this COVID house. So I was doing my best the first three days to literally just like, Anything Kim touched, I would bleach. I wash my hands all the time. Oh, I, I would tell her not to flush the toilet. Like, all come in and flush the toilet. Like, just really try. I slept on the couch for two nights. Like, it literally got to a point. And then honestly, it was just like, well, there's nothing we can really do. Yeah. Like really, and it, it's kind of a crappy situation for well, a lot of people. And I can only imagine.
2: One of the girls I work with has she's got COVID and she her husband works from home and she has two kids and her kids have to be out of school I don't know the full story because I haven't actually like talked to her in person but like her kids have to be out of school because she's positive positive. and then because they can't completely so she's like I'm trying to like be in my room quarantining but my kids are home my husband's home like obviously I can't just sit in my room all day long like by myself completely for ten days and so it's, like, this crazy situation, and now our kids have to be out of school until December 2nd because she couldn't completely quarantine. It's, like, this whole thing. So it's, like, I, I'm i so, um, you know, you and I are lucky that, like, it's not like you have to go back to work or, like, you know, like, we're able just to quarantine together easily. But, like, for people out there, like, it, how can you quarantine when you're a family? Like, it's just...
0: It's I don't tough. know.
2: It's just such a...
1: Shitty situation. I mean, you, you could
0: do it. It's just going to put a lot of stress and strain on the family members of
1: stress, yeah. and they
0: have that you either choose to step up and, and do it or you just kind of, like you said, like you just get to a point where you're just like, whatever, I'll just take my fate and, you know, maybe everybody gets it. I mean, right. it's just, it's not, it's not a good situation for anybody.
2: Um, so he ended up, so Aaron ended up getting and, go, and going to get tested to, so we knew for sure. And so he went to an urgent care and got the rapid test and right. it was negative.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so I went through, it was a great facility. Like the doctor came in and did a complete screening and we talked and um, she said, do you want the rapid test? And I think the only thing in hindsight I would look at is I wish they would have explained that a little bit more because I'm not in any rush yeah. to get my test results. Um, so they do the rapid. I was like, this is cool. They're going to give me the results before I leave. Like, this is awesome. They come back in and the doctor's like, so you're negative. And I was like, what? So the first thought was, man, am I like COVID Superman? Like, do I just like repel this stuff? Or, you know, and then again, I was like, well, if that's the case, then maybe I need to give my antibodies and and maybe I can help or whatever. But she was like, listen, there's no way with what you've been explaining to me and also with your situation at home that, that you're negative. You need to treat this like you're a positive. And she said the rapid testing is there's a lot of false negatives with the rapid testing because it only covers one gene gene of it which i didn't really understand um so she said just literally quarantine with your wife do exactly as she's doing and when she starts to step out then you can kind of start going from there but definitely take this as a false negative which then i'm like Well, that sucks because what if I am negative? So now do I need to like really go back to my craziness in the house? Because who knows what my symptoms would be, you know, because it's so different from person to person.
2: Uh, Yeah. So I think that's like something to think about, like with the rapid testing is that it it isn't as accurate. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if you can afford to wait, like, wait, because I would hate to know, like, there's a good chance that this could be a false negative. Like, I just want to know. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't know that going into it, we found out like after the fact. And so that would be like something I would say, just get the regular test. So you get like a pretty good, accurate answer. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, I think like the last thing is just, you know, I feel really fortunate and really lucky and grateful that I have COVID, but I'm one of the lucky ones. Like, you know, I'm a healthy person. I'm a young person. And honestly, you know, there was always, I always had the feeling I'm probably going to get it at some point. I work around COVID patients all day. At some point, it's probably going to happen. COVID I was,
0: patients throwing their dentures at you?
1: <laughs> that was Jules. <laughs> The girl I worked oh. No, that was just an employee. It's fine.
0: No, the you said the patient that you went in. She was like combative and oh, like yeah. was like throwing her dentures at you.
1: Yeah, her tooth. Yeah, <laughs> just one tooth. Oh, yeah,
0: that's true. And your mask snapped off. That
1: might have been. Yeah, that was probably when it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the string on my mask like basically snapped. My mask was on like
2: crooked. I'm in the middle of an exam. The patient's like combative, throwing her tooth at me. I'm like, this is a fucking nightmare.
1: <laughs> That's probably when I got you it. You came
0: home that day and you're like, well, I got COVID yeah, today.
1: I could probably trace a yeah. Um But all that being said, like, so I
2: always thought there was a chance, a good possibility I'd get it. And I wasn't that worried about it for myself. I just never wanted to infect other people that have, you know, they wouldn't have the same experience as me. Right. That they're older or they have a, a Compromised immune system, whatever. And so I was worried about passing it along and not knowing I had it. And so, you know, all that being said, even though getting COVID isn't like fun, I'm really grateful my experience has been pretty mild. And I, you know, have been able to be home. I don't feel a lot of pressure. And you have somebody
0: taking care of you? I have
2: somebody taking care of me. And honestly, and if I'm being 100% honest, it's kind of because I have felt okay after those first couple of days. It's been nice to be off work and to get paid for being off work and to not have a bunch of pressure of having to even go anywhere or do anything. It's like I've been able just to rest and relax without feeling like, I need to do this, I need to do this, you know? So it's kind of been, like, a nice break. Um, and I feel bad saying that because I know, you know, the two girls at work, I'm just sending them so much love. But I told her, I'm like, I'm coming back Thursday. I'll get some relief. Like, you know, everything, we'll, we'll, we'll get the department back. But, um, yeah, it, it definitely... I've enjoyed the break. <laughs> I
0: just, I think it's rough though, based off of what you are saying, just my overall thought process of really thinking about all this and, and what's going on with the country right now. And, you know, at the beginning when I was working, it was kind of the four corners, right? Like Florida, New York, California, Texas, mm-hmm. um, we getting hit and everywhere else was kind of mild. We were kind of understanding it. And so, you know, the personnel and travelers and nurses and and just all healthcare professionals were able to really batten down the hatches and, and figure this thing out. But when you have the spike that you do now, where the entire country is, you know, going through the roof and hospitalizations are up, it's really tough. And just talking about that facility that was making asymptomatic nurses, and that's not the first facility I've heard that come back to work just to cover. It's a crazy thing. And also the thought of your symptoms weren't as bad as a lot of people's and i know that whatever they say stats wise like 90 percent of people have the type of you know symptoms that you do and then they recover perfectly fine but it's that other percentage that doesn't Mm -hmm. and when that happens and we're being restricted so much it's easy to just be like it doesn't matter like if i get it then i get it because i'm healthy and i don't have any underlying conditions and i'll just whatever I'll, i'll just keep doing what i'm doing but it's again really focusing on that ten percent or that whatever percentage of people that it could be detrimental to. And that's where the focus has to be. And yeah, that's where I've people. just that's what I've just really been hoping for this nation is just to really work on the selflessness and understanding that this is really tough for everybody, like being restricted like this and having to wear a mask and not being able to go to restaurants and the businesses that are closing. It is just an it's an unprecedented time that we'll talk about for the lifetime of this country but we really 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 have to just hone in to caring about our fellow americans and and fellow people because that's where it's all rooted in like wearing the mask is rooted in caring for others, not yourself, you're not protecting yourself, you're caring about others and protecting them. And mm-hmm. we just really got to like pull this together because we cannot. The ho- hospital workers are just being overrun. And my heart goes out to everybody out there working, my heart goes out to the businesses, the people affected. And I just really want us all to come together and just beat this thing. I mean, we're freaking.
2: Well, and stop politicizing shit. Stop politicizing masks. Like you told, you were, right before we got on, you were telling me there was somebody who was like, you know, tweeting, somebody like in our government, like in Senate was like, oh, like my mask, my body, my choice or something. And I was just like, really? Like, shut the F up. Like, really? Why are we politicizing a mask? Like, this is my opinion. I don't care who doesn't agree with me. Like, again, this isn't about politics. This is about scientists have said have proven that by wearing a mask keeping your distance and washing your hands it will help stop the spread of this disease or of this pandemic like it's common sense so like by you choosing to not wear a mask yes, that's your choice, but you're also then choosing to expose other people you're coming in contact with. And you may not be worried about it for yourself, but the people you're coming into contact with, if you pass it along to them, they could be one of the people that dies, right? And so those are the choices you're making. So like, stop, like, nobody wants to wear a mask. I hate wearing a mask. It's making my skin break out. It's like a whole thing. Like, I don't like it, but you do it because you're conscious and you're protecting the people that you're coming in contact with for the for them. It's yep. not about you and it's like I'm just over the whole conversation about masks. It sucks but fucking wear your mask.
0: Yeah. No, and I I what's made it easier for me is I just picture my grandparents and mm-hmm. they've they're 90 years old and they are mobile and active and but they're 90 and they're frail and my grandmother has lung issues and I just picture her every time I reach for my mask because I'm like i hope somebody else is trying to keep my grandmother and grandfather as safe as i am yeah. because i don't somebody else's grandparents right but just having that mental picture of who i'm doing this for makes it a lot easier because it takes me out of it when i'm like i don't yeah. want to wear my mask
2: exactly because i never want to wear my mask no. i just got a email so st louis is like this huge hot spot right now and they're um, they're doing a mandated order for wearing masks, and they're closing restaurants again, and the whole thing because it's out of control. Like it is completely out of control and running rampant here. And I just got an email saying that at my spin studio, we used to have to wear a mask coming in and out, you know, and the and but when you were riding, when you were actually in the workout, you didn't have to wear a mask. You were just on your bike and you could just do your thing. Now you have to wear a mask while you're working out. And Same just with the like, theory. Yeah, I'm just like, this sucks. Like, that's the last thing I want to do is wear a mask when I'm sweating. But you know what? It's either I do that, I can either choose to do that, or I can choose to not go to the class and not wear a mask. Like, you can choose to not wear a mask, but, like, don't go to the grocery store. Don't, like, be around other people then. Like, do keep your distance from people and order Instacart and all of that. And it's like, we just have to think bigger than ourselves. Mm. None of this is fun and I think I was kind of getting in that place just like, oh, you know, whatever. Let's come on the other side of that. I'm kind of over this. We're all over it, right? But then after that and, and then getting it, I'm like, wow, okay, like taking a step back. We're still in this. And, you know, I am I just keep hoping that there's a vaccine. I'm going to be one of the first people in line as soon as Dr. Fauci says. I'm going to take a contract
0: just to get a uh, in the front lines of the healthcare workers.
2: Seriously. Because, like, as soon as he puts a stamp on approval, like, scientists have said, hey, this is good. I'm going to get it myself. This is as safe as it could be. Like, I'm going to be one of those first people to get the vaccine. Yeah. And fucking move on. But yep. right now, we can't move on. Like, we were talking about having a Friendsgiving, you know, at one of the girls I work with. They're like, oh, that'll be nice. You know, we don't have family here, whatever. But it's like, that's not probably a great idea. Like... No. You know, so we just have to make, we're difficult s- choices. We, have to make difficult, we have to make difficult choices right now. And I pray that this starts to slowly come on the other side, but until then we do have to think about other people around us and um yeah, that being said, you know, again, we just wanted to kind of share this experience. If you have any questions if you're a traveler and you know you're going through this, or you think you might have COVID. Don't, feel free to, he- or don't hesitate to reach out if you have a question. You can DM us at Kim and Erin G and on Instagram. On Instagram, and we're here to support you guys in any way that we can. And just stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves,
0: take care of others,
2: take care of others. And if you think that you might be sick, go get tested.
1: Like tested. Go get your tits done. Go get your tits done. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Here we go. COVID
1: brain is kicking in. I get COVID brain around this time. And it's going to like giggle. Well, you've been getting it all morning. (laughs) I I
0: can't remember what you said this morning when you said she looks so
1: chic. (laughs) I mix like multiple words and create one word. Yeah. Um, But, you know, one of the girls I work with, she waited
2: for so long because she was like, oh, I probably just have the flu. Like, no, bitch, you don't have the (laughs) fucking flu. Like, go get tested. If you have a symptom, go get tested, you know? Um, and it can be very mild. One of the other girls, she just she said she felt um, she
0: went for a run the day she yeah. got tested.
2: Yeah, she was like feeling fatigue. I'm like, bitch, like you went for a run, like I'm over here like laying in bed with a moaning femur. back and forth. And then she's like, I'm positive. I'm like, if you're positive and I'm not, I am going to like what a loser, <laughs> right? But then I was positive too. But we had completely different symptoms. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, be aware of yourself. Um, know yourself enough to know when something feels off and then go ahead and go get tested and then take the proper like procedure in order to get, make sure you get paid and quarantine quarantine, and all the things so yeah anyways we'll leave it at that
0: we will all right well, we will see you guys next week. we will do hopefully our relationship. Yeah. I really want to do that. Yeah, um, but we wanted to throw this in because this has been happening um, in current time. In current time. and like Kim said before, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram and um, if you share want to this out
2: in real time with us and all the things, follow us on Instagram. Kim and energy stories. that's where we hang out and yeah share the podcast with a friend leave us a review you could just go to freedomandscrubs.com i know it's confusing because we haven't changed the domain but um, working on it but you can go to freedomandscrubs.com and leave us a review of the podcast there and we appreciate that so yep. thank you and have an awesome week and we'll see you next Tuesday stay safe
0: see you Tuesday